Burbank, California, it's the quarantine edition of the Nighttime Show. With us, as always, our head writer and producer, Matt Walker. I'm the voice of the Nighttime Show, Mike Black. With us today, a very special guest, the star of Netflix's hottest new show, Too Hot to Handle, ladies and gentlemen, Chloe Veach. And now a man who's too hot to handle and too cold to hold. Put your hands together for the very delicious Stephen Kramer Glickman! Oh, yeah, boy! <laughs> What's Flavor going Flav. on? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks so much. Uh, you're listening to the Nighttime Show podcast. And uh, man, oh, man, are we excited about this one. Uh, Chloe is like the the big the, the big breakout star. She's the one that everyone loves on mm-hmm. that show. Uh, she comes basically just comes out of the show flawless. Everyone else is like screwed over someone or made some horrible mistakes. But we uh, we absolutely love her. So, um, Matt, are you ready? Let's get her. I'm on. very excited. All right. Let's get her on the line. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is uh, one of the stars of the most popular show on Netflix right now. This show is it's unbelievable. It's, it's too hot to handle. Our guest today is the one and only Chloe Veach. Everybody, come on. Come on. Amazing. Amazing. We are Yay. so excited. We're so excited <laughs> to have you here, Chloe. How are you? Aw, thank you so much. You've made me feel so welcome. Look at you are everyone's favorite. Yeah, you show. really are. You are the favorite on the show. Hey, I've had a lot of positive comments, but I didn't know whether uh, my family were just being biased when they said <laughs> that they loved me on the show. No, you know, because a lot of people um, on the show, uh, you know, they, you know, reality is a is a it's a tricky thing to to make work uh for you you know and uh you definitely come out the winner on this show people you 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 know like from beginning to end everybody loves you you're just absolutely hilarious on there you say a lot of funny stuff and um people are rooting for you the whole way through it you know oh thank you that's so lovely yeah Yeah, definitely well i mean one of the messages i wanted to get on um well obviously during that experience, because just women empowerment towards the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you get messed over by a guy, it's fine because as long as you love yourself, then you're going to be happy anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So, so how how did you wind up on this show? Like, what was that process like? Because there's a big switch in at the end of the first episode, obviously for people who who haven't seen it yet, where you think you're on one type of show and then it turns out it's a very different type of show. So, how did that whole process get started? What did they tell you you were going to be doing versus what you actually did? Like, how did that work? Okay, so the one requirement we needed was to be single. That was it. So I thought, great, I'm going to be in a luxury resort somewhere, soaking up the sun around fit guys, fit girls, what's not to like. And when we got there, it was like, okay, this is great. The first night we were free and we were playing kissing games and like sexual tension was like through the roof. And then all of a sudden, some robot comes on and he's like, you can't have sex. There's a hundred thousand pounds at stake. <laughs> now, uh... there was no mention ahead of time that there was going to be a robot involved in, uh, in this game. No, yeah. no, not at all. We were ob- oblivious. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh... Now, now, when you applied for this show, like, was there just like a casting notice? Like, were you like looking through casting, like, hey, I want to be on TV, I want to do some kind of reality show, or did somebody approach you at a club, or how did that work? 
So I, I filmed a show. Um, I was like one of the models for this um, hair show. Okay. And I met a caster on there. And I was actually in a relationship when I met her. And she said to me, like, we want to cast you for The Bachelorette. And I was the, ba- the, the Bachelor. And I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I'm in a relationship. So anyway, I always had her number. Um, and I ended up um, breaking up with that guy for different reasons. And then a couple of months after, she rang me and she was like, Chloe, are you single? And I was like, uh, yeah. And she was like, great. <laughs> we have got something that is perfect for you. And I was like, oh gosh, what is it? And they said, well, no, it's like a reality kind of dating show. We can't tell you what platform it's going to go on. Um, It's not on TV. And I thought, hang on a second, what is it going to be like a YouTube um, reality show sort of thing? But obviously it was a Netflix show. And um, yeah, that was it. I got casted. Wow. That's extraordinary. I love it. Um, so b- uh, beforehand. Now, now, one question about practicalities, because you get okay, there and this right, is filmed Matt. in Mexico, right? Yes. Um, and we've talked to people that have been on The Bachelor, and they've told us about how when they go to film The Bachelor, they get them there like two weeks early, and they put them in a room by themselves with no phone and no TV, and they don't let them do anything at all for like two weeks. So then they finally release them with all these other people, and they're just hyped up for social interaction. Was there anything like that involved? Like were you isolated before the filming started in some way, or were you just like you go to the resort and you met the people like yeah, right like, away? Were, 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 did you have access to your phone at any point in time? Like what was that like? No, so it was literally, so I turned up in Mexico um, about a week before filming started. So I was held in a hotel mm-hmm. and we had like um, producers that would come and get us, take us for something to eat. And just because all of us, we, we couldn't know who each other was. Yeah. That was one of the rules. We couldn't bump into another cast member because it's a secret. Mm-hmm. And we were all plotted around the same area. So if I went for a walk on my own, to get a sandwich it wasn't allowed just in case I accidentally bumped into someone that was okay. also on a reality TV show um, but yeah so after um, after the week in the hotel resort they said right okay we're going to get you ready and then we're going to take you to the villa and I had a blindfold on we didn't have our phone <laughs> oh my God. do you think you were getting kidnapped at that point well, I did think, oh, hang on a second, like, <laughs> is it a patch? Wow. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, what about, uh, like, while you're on the actual show, if you're, are you, were you allowed to communicate at all with the outside world, or are you kind of, you know, like, how, like, how, how does your family, how'd your family deal with this whole thing? Um, well, I mean, I'm such a mummy's girl, so... Um, I don't cook, I don't clean, I don't iron my own clothes, I don't wash my own clothes. Like My mum does all of that for me. <laughs> and when I was away from her for so long, I, I was just in tears. I, I missed her so much. And I couldn't talk to anyone on the outside world until the last day of filming, we wrapped up and then we got our phones back. And I was just like, I don't even want my phone anymore. Obviously, I want to talk to my friends and family, but like... It was so nice to just be able to connect and actually have proper conversations with people without being on your phone twenty four seven. Yeah, I can I can imagine. 
I mean, every once in a while, um, it has not happened very often for me, but every every once in a while, I'll travel somewhere where there is no cell service, and it's it can be such an enormous relief to be like, oh my God, like I'm just out of contact. It's a like, nice break. It is a nice break. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is, definitely. Um, where, uh, what, what was your, uh, how, how did you grow up? Where did you grow up? So I grew up in a town called Clacton-on-Sea, and it's by the beach. Um, people come down here like holiday makers to rent a caravan. Um, people that have worked all their lives that are getting quite old come to retire here. So it's very like laid back out in the sticks. <laughs> so how far is that from London? Uh, if I got a train to London, it would take me about an hour and a half. Oh, okay. So you're quite a ways away. Yeah. So do you, are you, are you living back there right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm in my hometown. Um, now are you, I mean, this is kind of a, I, I feel like this is an obvious question being that I, I, I live here in Los Angeles, but I immediately seeing you on screen and you know you know just hearing you talk and how funny you are and stuff with everybody uh like you you definitely should be on camera and be working in this industry like do you have any any uh any interest in literally uh you know step like stepping into into scripted stuff and doing a you know, a, a soap opera or doing a, a you know, a, a comedy series or, or being in, in television and film? I mean, it's something that I've always thought of. Like when I was a little girl, I used to sing, dance, act. Um, I got an opportunity to go into the West End, um, an opportunity that I didn't take because my mum and dad didn't have much money um, to kind of pay for the school um, annually. Um, oh, wow. I've always been performing arts. Like, I got an A-star in performing arts in school, and I've always wanted to kind of be on TV. And, and it wasn't until I was actually in front of the camera that I kind of felt like this is where I feel my most comfortable and my most confident. Like, some people go in front of a camera and freeze, but for me, it brings me to life, and I really just want to kind of venture that. Like, I'm so uneducated in this industry. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And for, be, for me to be able to go on a reality TV show and to get all of the support from you guys just means the world because my dreams are now becoming a reality, and I really want to do um, presenting and kind of own my own chat show and host it and get like celebs on and like just talk about society and women empowerment and just yeah just run with it absolutely Steven, uh, I have to tell you we're replacing you with Chloe oh I'm being replaced with Chloe <laughs> yes. all right Chloe you're you have a, you have a new job you're gonna take over for me you're, this is uh... I'll give you 20 percent of my salary it's fine <laughs> okay all right that sounds fine Hey, uh, real quick before we continue the show, um, I want to talk about a third-generation family-run business that I am very proud to be working with. Uh, Sennheiser is the number one, number top tier <laughs> microphone uh, company in the world, and we are so lucky that we are now recording our show using Sennheiser microphones and their headphones. They're, it's awesome. We're, we're talking into Sennheiser MD42 microphones and using Sennheiser HD25 headphones, and these sound amazing. I mean, listen to Mike Black's voice. Listen to the rich and sumptuous soundscape that comes out of my voice. Oh. 
every time I speak into a Sennheiser. Absolutely. Go check out uh, their microphones and their sound equipment over at Sennheiser.com. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, okay, we have to talk about the cast of this show because let me, Chloe, let me just tell you this really quick. So I had just finished watching um, Love is Blind and um, Matt, uh, my, my, my dear friend here and co-host, uh, this uh, uh, very skinny redhead friend of mine, <laughs> Matt Walker, calls me and says, uh, hey, you should, uh, you should watch this show, Too Hot to Handle. you got to watch uh, the, the first episode. You at least have to watch the first episode. And I was like, I already watched a show. I don't need to watch another show. And he was like, no, 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 trust me. Watch the first episode. And I was like, all right, fine. And I watched the first episode. And then I watched every single other episode uh, in a row without yeah. stopping until about 4 o'clock in the morning. And it just, I mean, I blew through the whole thing immediately yeah. i was completely hooked and um the the cast of this show this is the best cast um uh, like unscripted show i i think maybe i've ever seen it, uh, it's up there with tiger king like it is a phenomenal <laughs> it's a phenomenal show because you have like okay you have you so and and you kind of lead us into the show and you've got this um who was uh, he got like a, a like a young Elizabeth Hurley thing happening, and everybody you know loves you. They want to they, they you know you're so funny, and then we start meeting these other characters. So I'm gonna walk you through this cast, and if you can kind of give me your impressions of some like first impressions of some of these people, um, I would truly appreciate it. Is that okay? Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. All right, let's start with uh, David. So David comes in. This guy seems like a is uh, seems like a very su- a sweet kid. Uh, what would you what'd you think of him uh, immediately? So when I first saw David, I thought, "Oh God, he loves himself." <laughs> um, he's from London. How comes I don't know him? Um, maybe there's a little, little bit more to him, and I kind of want to get to know that. Um, but he come come across as a sweet gentleman, and I thought, oh, you're lying. You're definitely a player. <laughs> um, but then I got to I got to know him, and yeah, my perspective on David changed. <laughs> yeah, he he was like a really ripped uh, Spider Man. He looks like a, he he does look a lot yeah. like. Um, the, the guy from Spider-Man. The, Is it Tom Holland? Tom, Tom Holland, Holland. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's so nice. He was, like, so nice. He, like, steps out of the way for one guy, and he's kind of, you know, trying to hook up with some girl and this, that. But he's, like, very – he just seemed like a very uh, sweet guy. Um, then uh, yeah, uh, we, we've got uh, Francesca. Uh, Francesca comes in. What 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 was your impression of Francesca throughout this process? <laughs> well, I'm going to give you my first impression of Francesca. Um, absolutely stunning. I thought, oh my god, um, I've got competition. Like I'm going to have to fight with her to get the guy I want. Um, and when she first walked into Villa, she didn't say hello to any of us girls. So I just thought, okay, um, I've never kind of had that happened to me before a girl not come and say hello yeah um i just thought hmm she obviously knows she's very attractive and um my first impression was oh she's a little bit snobby um but then obviously i got to know her and 
throughout the process, she never really spoke to us girls. Um, it was really hard to form a connection with Francesca because she was such a closed book. On the show, when you watch one of the episodes, you can see me trying to have a conversation with her saying, oh, oh how big were your boobs before you got your boobs done? And she just looked at me and was like, uh, they were big. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, like, okay. it's hard to get a conversation out of this girl, clearly. Um, but then I think she, like, we were all in there for a reason. Like, I had emotional barriers because of guys and she obviously had a problem with opening up to us girls and it was a, a magical experience because she formed as a girl's girl towards the end and um i definitely had part of that wow yeah uh, those the you know some of those workshops that you guys did just really seemed to make massive differences in some of these people yeah, definitely. I mean, every single person that is watching Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, you're not going to feel all of the emotions that we felt. But when you watch it, promise me, you have an open mind and you kind of take the experience as if you were in our shoes. It was such an emotional experience having to kind of understand why you can't fall in love, understand why you sleep with guys and then cut them off. Like, what is wrong with you on the inside? And I found out that I was just filling a black hole inside of me and it kept on leaking and I, I couldn't plug that hole inside of me because I didn't know what was wrong with me. And going through that emotional experience in the challenges kind of made me think, do you know what? It's because you don't love yourself enough. You need to understand that you are an independent woman and you don't need a man to love yourself. So that's what I kind of just want to say to girls and guys that are watching the show. Just kind of step in our shoes when you watch it. Yeah, no, you do feel that way because, you know, watching it from the outside, um, you know, when Harry and Kells were kind of at, at odds with each other um, and then they had their, like, man, the man workshop thing, <laughs> um, by, the, by the time that the two of them, like, hugged it out, you were like, whoa, like... I'm with you on this. Like, this is impressive behavior to to have happen on a show like this. This is not – it was not typical of, like, how you, um, you know, expect – expect uh shows to go especially especially in, yeah. the, in the u.s where you know like where we have shows like um uh like um you know housewives real housewives and shows where you know like they're you're, all conflict they're all conflict from start to finish you're waiting for people to 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 you know punch someone else in the face and like when it and 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 literally like when uh when Francesca would like lose money purposefully for everybody, I was like, someone is going to beat someone's ass. <laughs> I don't know who's getting beat up today, but if this was an American reality show that was, that was done in the typical style of like a keeping up with the Kardashians or something like this, that's what would have happened. And it's a testament to Netflix and to the producers of this show that like, it did go a different way and it does and you do see people make huge changes in their personalities and their in themselves it was very smart oh harry do you know what i think it was love at first sight to be honest with you i'm not even joking i see him and i was like oh my god he is stunning his accent oh i was like whoa i could imagine myself having kids with him it was like a flashback 
it was like I'm going to marry him I'm definitely going to have his babies and I think in my head I was even thinking can I can I mimic the Australian accent do you reckon I could do it (laughs) do you want to try for us right now oh gosh okay give me something to say and I'll say it um how about uh yeah. You used to date an Australian, Stephen. You know uh, yeah, that. I used to <laughs> date an Australian. Maybe uh, uh, it sure is fun being on the nighttime show. It sure is fun being on the nighttime show. That just sounds American. <laughs> it, it's, no, it was good. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. I dated an Australian for years, and I still do, couldn't get do the your eyes. Do your Australian. Uh, um, sure is uh, fun being on the nighttime show. Oh, huh? yes, yes, it is. <laughs> It's not a. It's not great. You know what? The only thing I can say is good day, good day, <laughs> So good, so yeah. good. No, you know, Harry's a, Harry seemed like a very sweet. Now, guy. now you go on the show and you think it's a dating show, and you get there, and there are people from all over the world. Did did anything come into your mind at the time, thinking like this guy's from Australia, this guy's from America, like I'm from England? Like, how would any of this work practically? Like, was that ever a yeah, consideration? Like, date, like dating afterwards? Like, how? Yeah, how does how does that work? Well, I mean, I'm always up for giving something a go once, and I'm never <laughs> really. <laughs> Don't take that too literal. Um, I think when I see everyone was from different countries, I was more worried about calculating what country it was than how far away it was. Um, I was just wrapped up in Chloe's little world, to be honest, and a little bubble. And I think it's so easy to forget about stuff like that when you're just surrounded by fit guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Um, What about, uh, what about Kel's? Um, Kel seems like the only guy that didn't really get any action on the show. Um, well, he, he went in the shower with Francesca. But oh, I guess. Oh, yeah, he did get, go in the shower. But he only cared about the money, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, with Kels, he kind of he was the backbone of the group. Like, if we had anything to say, he was the negotiator. <laughs> um, he would sit there and say, nope, you're not going to spend any money. And we'd go, oh, please. It's like asking your mum for pocket money. Please can I have a pound to go to the ice cream van? Now, um, yeah. Now, because now, he was an accountant, right? Um, yeah. And and you guys, all, you took off for a month to film the show, I assume, something like that, right? Yeah. So how's that even possible? Like, I don't know, maybe you guys get longer vacations there than we do here. But, um, like, you think about these shows, and I'm just thinking, like, if I had a regular job and I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Mexico for was a month to film the show. Was he actually an accountant in real life? No, no, he's not an accountant in real life. Okay. Oh, he was just the accountant on for the show. Like they, the, yeah. that, they just called him that. Okay. He just, they just called him the accountant. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag the accountant. Okay. So I like, did, love did, it. Because I, I know, like, say David's a personal trainer and other people like that kind of thing. You can pretty much probably set your own hours. But if you work in an office, you can't just take off for a month, right? Um. To be honest. I think for an opportunity like this, if I worked in an office, I'd quite happily sack it off. (laughs) (laughs) For me, I've always known I don't want to work in an office Mm -hmm. and I've got too much of a a vibrant personality. I feel like I'm just being wasted sat behind a desk. I've got so much energy all the time. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. As somebody who has worked in many offices, nobody wants to work in an office. That's what I learned. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Well, I, I was, a state, I, was a, I did work in an estate agent once, and um, I loved it because I, I, I got to call people like every two minutes, and I was cold calling, and I could have a conversation and literally talk all day with someone. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, a quick thing I want to talk about, uh, Mike Black. I, I think this is uh, something that we we really should talk about, yeah. and uh, it's a um, a company yes. that was founded in 1983 in Tokyo, Japan. Of course, I'm talking about the Zoom Corporation. Zoom. Now, if if it wasn't for Zoom, and Matt knows this, we would not be able to do our show. Um, they make the best audio equipment in the world. Um, we, w- which one are we using right now? We, we're recording onto a Zoom Live Track L8 right now, and when we go do our live events at conventions and stuff, we often use the Zoom H6, and they're both just fantastic pieces of equipment. You plug your microphones in, you plug your headphones in, and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, whether you're a classically trained pianist or a run-and-gun film, filmmaker or a podcaster like uh, you know like us um yep yeah i do a ton of podcasts and i can tell by listening when they're using a zoom and when they're not yeah it's uh, the mark of excellence it yeah. really is uh go check it uh, go check out all their stuff over at zoom-na.com that's zoom-na.com be professional for god's sake zoom-na.com all right okay let's get back to the show uh, well, uh, look, I, I, you know, I, of course, I want to talk about uh, Nicole and about Bryce and Haley and Jesus, for God's sake, yeah, <laughs> Jesus on the show. Um, but uh, I do <laughs> before uh, uh, before we wrap up, I do have one other thing I want to I want to run over mm-hmm. with Chloe. So, um, Chloe, when it comes to the rest of the cast, is there any any particular story, anything from from uh, that we didn't get to see anything that kind of stands out to you? To be honest, I mean, everything that was kind of happening in the retreat, you get to see all of it. I mean, when you watch the show, it's only eight episodes and we were filming for a whole month. So, of course, there was tiny little bickers and just tiny little um, arguments and it none of it was relevant because it didn't add to anything like the moral of the story was personal growth build connections with someone fall in love if you get that chance right. and you all see that on TV now what about the sleeping arrangements that is something that I am it immediately struck me where I was like oh my god like you have to sleep in a room with a bunch of different people and there's not enough beds for the entire cast everyone's kind of you know some people are sleeping in the same bed together some people aren't like what what how did you feel when you saw that that was the way that it was going to be uh taken care of um well i mean we ran in the bedroom and i literally jumped on the bed and i thought i can't be sharing a bed with a guy because i cannot risk any funky business going on when my mum <laughs> want to see this um so I've got quite a lot of willpower but I mean I'm very easily swayed so (laughs) when (laughs) when we walked in I said to Nicole like me and Nicole hit it off straight away there was so much you guys didn't see of mine and Nicole's friendships like we were constantly having a laugh like Nicole has such a massive personality and I really want to kind of do something with her to kind of show you guys like our friendship is literally not just two seconds on telly. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, yeah I, I knew I was going to sleep in bed with Nicole um, and then everyone else kind of just gathered their their thoughts, had like little conversations and then <laughs> just jumped into bed. I love it. I love it. Now, are you still in touch with a lot of the castmates, or is it sort of like you did the show and then, you know, haven't heard from Kel since or anything? Like, how, how's that worked out? 
Yeah, so because we lived with each other for a whole month, um, we got on each other's nerves. Um, it was like we were all brothers and sisters in the most like weird way. And afterwards, we kind of we all kept in touch, but because it was a year ago we filmed it, we've all had our own lives. And like closer to the time of the show airing, like we've all gravitated back together as like besties. I was on FaceTime with Matthew yesterday. And then the day before that, I was on FaceTime to Nicole and Lydia. Like we're all a massive weird family. (laughs) I love it. Now, now that this uh, show is is uh, is out, it's out in the world. And um, how has it changed your life? Well, I mean, it's all—it's it, only been a week since the show come out, mm-hmm. and already my following has skyrocketed, and the support that I've had has just been absolutely mind blowing. Like I'm getting parcels sent to my house. People want me to wear their clothes. They want me to model their brand. Like I'm getting so many phone calls off of different people wanting to work with me, and. I just can't process it. I think if I wasn't in isolation, I wouldn't be able to cope. I just honestly, I love it. But being in isolation at a time like this is actually a godsend. Mm -hmm. Everything happens for a reason. And I can actually gather my thoughts and get in the bath whenever I want and kind of just chill and get off my phone for like 20 minutes. But um. The most, the, the thing that I find the most hardest is to reply to every single comment that everyone sends me or posts on my Instagram. Oh, like, I really, yeah. I just want to message them back, but I, I physically can't. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's, and it, you know, it's going to continue getting crazy. Yeah, it gets because... bad. Because, like, Stephen, you were on a TV show for five years and then yeah. you get. I, I mean, tons I, was, of I was on a series for five yeah. years and I get about. You know, my my inbox on Instagram is always, you know, full of, uh, you know, sweet, wonderful people from from different countries from around the world. And you can, you know, like I try to to respond to as many people as I can and to comments and things like that. But, um, you know, the thing if I can if I can tell you one word of something that that I think is a a smart and cool move is uh do an Instagram live uh, every, you know, maybe, you know, like once a week, you know, throw something like that on, uh, hit up some, you know, hit up some of your friends and, and bring friends on uh, live with you so that you can, uh, you can chat with fans and you can, you can have those conversations and uh, your fans, uh, Chloe, they will absolutely appreciate it because um, it's a, uh, you know, it, it it will let you connect with them in a way where you don't have to write back to every single person. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, definitely. So something that uh, the internet wanted me to ask you, Chloe, was uh, after animosity, what's the next word that you've learned to add to the dictionary? Of ah! <laughs> oh, my word. Do you know what the funny thing is? I, 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 that was literally just a, a ditzy Chloe moment. <laughs> like, I did so not funny. expect that to actually make the cut. <laughs> when I watched it back, I was like, oh my word. I <laughs> um, but I learned a new word and, oh, what is it called? See, we're off to a good start already. Um, so, you know, it's like, a, you know, we're experiencing a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, 
the, there's a word that explains that this has never happened before, and Un- it starts with a U. Is it unprecedented? Unprecedented, yeah, I learned that yesterday. Hey, all right. Look at you, you both learned a new word today, Stephen. Uh, I know, I had to look it up. Don't, don't feel bad, I had to look it up. I still can't put it in a sentence yet, because I don't really completely understand what it means, but I learned it. All right, a couple a uh, couple little British slang questions and then we're out. Yes. Um, uh, just, I'm going to say a word. If you can explain the uh, what the hell it means, what, what it means, we I'd really appreciate it. Just for uh, people from around the world that that don't uh, know what these words mean, tosser. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, a tosser is basically someone who's just a bit of an ass. Um, you don't really like them that much, obviously, because it's a bad word. Um, someone that's just spiteful and just a bit of an idiot really u.s a equivalent a... would be tool bag yeah okay yeah. that yeah that would work um uh what about uh chuffed oh i don't know what that means um uh, so supposedly it's a uh, proud oh i don't know all right oh. um now on the show you said you, you kept saying like oh i need a geezer now in America, oh, yeah. a geezer is like an old man. So our question was like, <laughs> what does that mean in British slang? Because it's—I don't think that's what you meant. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> oh my word! Okay, so a geezer is someone that's confident, that walks with oomph in his stride. Someone with tattoos that dresses nice. It's like swag, like a proper okay. geezer. All right. All right. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because if you say that in the U.S., we think of like an old man in an old folks home on his last legs. Yeah. That's I've a geezer to us. If people in the U.S. say geezer, yeah. if you're going to say geezer, oh. you've got to say geezer. 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 Yeah. Geezer. Yeah, you've got to say it like that. Oh, I like that. That's very yeah. cool. Um, okay. Um, any uh, any uh little any any plans coming up for you in the next uh, little while here i know that we are all trapped in our homes but any uh any any big plans for you coming up well i mean there's lots of different things that i'm working on at the moment um different projects i really want to get into like acting um and kind of like the, the tv route so i'm mm-hmm. definitely working on that with my manager and i i want to i want to book why not? Chloe's Dictionary. Pre-order it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Absolutely. that Absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, one practical question for you on the show, because I know from uh, just being involved in shows and things like that in the past, a lot of times when you're on a show like this and they say they're going to pay you a certain amount of money, you don't get paid until after the show comes on the air. Like, did you get that money, your 7500 bucks or whatever it was, after you filmed? Or is it, have you gotten the check from Netflix yet? Like, what, what happened with that? So the money that we kind of got told we were going to get um, on the show, um, we did receive the money after filming. So okay. Okay. we it wasn't that long ago that we got the money, um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And did you, was that the only money they paid you or did you get something additional? Um, no, I mean, the whole experience was literally worth more than the money anyway. Sure. So yeah. like, yeah, I don't think we were, we were greedy and we no. that money could buy us a car do you know what i mean and hopefully we'll lead on to other opportunities oh absolutely no i mean so so much there are there are so many opportunities and things that happen in the entertainment industry where the the money is the is is not the biggest part of the uh opportunity you know it's a big it was it's a big amount of money but it's not 
You know, yeah. it's not the the reason for doing it. And, and now with your personal growth, are you now dating someone there in, in England or, or what's what's going on in their personal life? Well, I mean, no, I'm um, single Pringle and I haven't sat that geezy yet, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, this is... We need a show. We need a show just about that. Yes. Just that Chloe Netflix. Search. If you're listening, which I know you are, I know you are listening. We need to get a TV show. Uh, just uh, you know, uh, Chloe in love. That's the that's the show that we need. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chloe. Chasing Chloe. <laughs> yes. Chasing please. Chloe. There you go. Chasing Chloe. That. Oh, I'd watch that every day. Hundred percent. All right, Chloe. Where can people find you on social media? Okay, so Instagram is Chloe Veach Official, and that's my most used platform. I also have Cameo, so if anyone wants mm-hmm. to send personalized, if they want me to send personalized videos, then I can connect with you all there. Um, I'm also on TikTok, um, and I'm doing duets with people. So if you send me your reaction of Chloe, then I will duet with you, and I will post it on my official TikTok account. Oh, absolutely. We will get you something for your TikTok from this interview, 100%. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Helicopter's going over now. so lovely. Well, thank you again so much for uh, for chatting with us. And uh, and and definitely follow Chloe uh, on, on her social media. She's uh, phenomenal. And we look forward to chasing Chloe, Netflix. We're looking forward to that. Woo-woo! Right. Let's hope it happens. You bet. Have a wonderful <laughs> Thank you so much, day. Guys. Thank you, you Chloe. Bet. Take care. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. She's just so sweet. Isn't she great? The nicest person. You oh. could not... It's total sweetheart. She should be in L.A. making movies. She really, sh- she really should be. She is uh, yeah. a, just a, a phenomenally cool person. Um, and, uh, hey, thanks so much for listening to the Nighttime Show podcast. Uh, don't, for- don't forget to subscribe to the show. Subscribe. Share it with your friends. Leave comments on iTunes. Sh- let-, let other people know. If you enjoyed this, let other people know that you enjoyed it because, uh, uh, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can always get me. Uh, I'm Stephen Glickman at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, and, and of course, uh, Matt, where can people get you? Uh, links to everything are at funnymat.com or if Francesca was your favorite, you can tell me all about that at mattwalkersucks.com. Yes, of course. Uh, you can always get our announcer at at Mike Black Attack on across all social media. Don't for, forget to subscribe to the Nighttime Show podcast and share it with your friends. We love you guys. Thanks so much. And uh, go check out some of the past episodes. we got like 170-something episodes yes. to listen to. So go listen to them. We love you guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Oh!